0: super ninfrendos i am seth macy this is nvc 685 and have we got a freaking show for you today joining us from the studio we have reb scoops mcscoops valentine scoops mcscoops i like it i get better nicknames every single week i feel like every single week uh between uh you and our special surprise guest we have marie what up marie
1: i'm sharing the studio with some great pals today
0: yeah this is really cool i'm thrilled to announce the podcast collaboration between ign and kind of funny it begins and ends right here none of the other ones matter we have tim gettys on nvc
2: the best podcast the best tim that i know of Tim, what is up? Thank you. Let's him host everybody. Of course, I am Tim Geddes. I am making my valiant return to Nintendo voice chat. Back in my day, the last time I was here, it was the year of Luigi, Reb.
0: Oh my, that's how oh long my ago God. it
2: was when I was on wow. NBC. You're that's, really old. That's actually, I don't know, technically true. I think the last NVC I was on was uh, when Twitch was playing Pokemon. So, oh, yeah. Great. I don't remember which one was older, but one of those two was my last NVC appearance, that's- which was absolutely wild but i'm thrilled to be yourself yeah
1: very ancient
2: yeah really excited. welcome back for having me
0: we're stoked to have you here and of course we are joined from outside the studio industry legend kat bailey how's it going kat
3: year of luigi's ancient history i don't even want to know like but legendary year for sure.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like the way you phrase that with her outside the studio as if we're in here and she's just like sitting in a hallway. Right there. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. She's on a stool outside. I've been displaced there. by giant Marie. Yeah.
1: We didn't have enough room yeah. for,
2: for yeah. Kat in here. If we brought the Marie bin and well, obviously we did have room for Kat in our studio just a couple of days ago on the kind of funny games cast. Everyone should check out. She did Hells. absolutely amazing. It was yeah. a I'm talking
1: about your studio. Yeah. Starting the fights already. Hey, you
2: know, no, It's not fights. It's, a, it's all about the love. This week's been great. We've been having so many fun collaborations. Like we're the, uh, podcast beyonds crossing over with PSL, i love you uh we have Xcast crossing over with unlocked and we don't have a nintendo show which makes me very very sad i'm also the one in charge of those decisions but it makes me very 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 sad so i'm happy to be here to talk about nintendo with y'all well
1: you know how to call if well, you ever the host... one Married. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly
0: uh, no, as the host of the number one nintendo podcast in the world i'm glad you guys don't have a nintendo <laughs> podcast <laughs> at, at the moment so um before we get going is anybody else extremely hot is it really hot to anybody? I guess you aren't in the same state
2: as me, but <laughs> a, a second. It's a little warm. Oh, yeah. Here. Oh, yeah. Let's oh. see. What's going on here?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah it's, it's okay. Cool. Go off, Seth.
2: Is that... well, I gotta... What you got I gotta... there? Uh, <gasps> a Super oh. Dean Frendo shirt? Wow. Whoa. Wow. Where can people get that? <laughs> Oh wow! I completely forgot I
0: was wearing this T-shirt that's exclusive <laughs> to the IGN store. It's a timed exclusive; you can only get it for two weeks. This is part of the IGN Shirt Club, which is a little thing we do on the IGN store. But yeah, people have been asking since I don't even remember since I coined the catchphrase, which was mm-hmm. the first episode I hosted um, for a Super Nintendo
2: shirt. And check it out wow i love it it looks so good emblazoned on that chest
1: i have mine <laughs> thank the mail.
0: you
2: i've been working out
1: mine's coming tomorrow and i'm really upset that it wasn't here today to do Aww, the show
0: It's great okay go- goof is over it's actually freezing down here <laughs> so I, I have to put my uh my jacket back on but yeah uh so if you're wondering why tim is here other than the fact that we've been just wanting to have tim on here there is an ign crossover kind of funny stream in support of extra life which you can tune into on Friday that's tomorrow if you're if you're listening to this today at it release it's gonna all go down you're gonna have your favorite IGN kind of funny personalities will be there like Tim and Greg and uh Charlie the the janitor mm-hmm. is gonna be there musical performance by Marky Mark Mark marker and the Wahlbergs yep uh fun- True. sadly a funky bunch could not make it made some <laughs> scheduling issues they, they couldn't get the day off of five guys but also make sure to check out the humble bundle IGN editor's choice bundle which is live right now nine games that scored a nine or above meaning they're what they're either amazing or they're masterpieces sadly no amazing masterpieces because that's a score of 19 and that's (laughs) the laws of physics limit us from going that high so we'd also originally planned on doing a bundle with all the sevens we've given but it crashed the database so anyway that is in support of uh girls who code and as well as extra life it's awesome those are like legit really excellent games and uh there's like a lot of people are really stoked on this and i'm i'm so excited that that everyone's checking it out also you get a uh, coupon to the store where maybe you could buy a shirt i don't know you get a little uh, IGN plus bonus
2: there too so please check that out now tim yes yeah, seth you're a funny one guy of, i don't think enough people tell you that you're thank, a funny one he's very funny thank you i kind of funny that.
0: <laughs> I, oh. now see that means that makes it extra special thank you for that um you you've come here to uh you've taken umbrage with maybe some of the things that we've been saying over the last few weeks in regards to our tier listing of the uh the mario games we did two episodes uh the first one was the we tier listed the 2d marios the second was the 3d i was not here for 3d which is why but we um, were correct super, no you were wrong about super you were all wrong about super mario 64 not being an s tier game but that's okay but tim uh, what what are your thoughts?
2: So last night, I watched the episode of y'all ranking and tiering the uh, 3D Mario games. And, you know, of course, Mario, both 2D and 3D, very near and dear to my heart. So I went in like any normal person would, ready to fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, who do I agree with and who do I not agree with? And the thing about Mario games, 2D and 3D, is... Turns out they're all pretty damn great, yeah. if yep. not all amazing. Yep. So it's yeah, like Mario Sunshine. Yeah, and, well, okay. What is wrong okay. With you? <laughs> now, look, I'm not quite as high on it as you are. I'm definitely not as low on it as, as you are, Kat. But uh, what, what's fun is it's funny, and, and I think Kat said this uh, in the episode that, like, when we're talking about, like, is it like a C tier, B tier, whatever? Sure, relative to other Mario games, but relative to other games, it's like, no, it's A tier. Like, yeah. I think pretty much all the Mario games are at least a tier with very rare oh, yeah. exception. Um, I think Mario Land, we were talking about, I feel like that to me is the one that the only good thing about it, it or the only great thing about it is the music. Really love that, but otherwise, ah, that one's a little bit uh, not my fave. Yeah. I do want to give a major shout out though to the love for Yoshi's Island here because I'm looking at this uh list and it has a, an S plus ranking from somebody and I'm like, wow, there's some taste here at IGN. I really respect that. Yoshi's Island, greatest of all time. You know, doesn't get nearly enough love. And one that got a little too much hate from y'all, though, mm-hmm. Super Mario 64. Agreed. DS. All right? Here's oh. the thing. Here's the thing. Now, Super Mario 64, I'm with you. It should be S tier. I also yep, agree with the fact that the second half of the game is not as strong as the first half um, in terms of the, the levels. But in terms of the magic, come on, man. Mario 64 is a game that I replay to 100% like once every couple years. On and, a DS? Uh, no, I play it. I play ah. it in, in, in other ways. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to the DS version. It getting like Cs and Ds. Yeah. Uh, eh, I don't necessarily disagree. I just want to say I think that game gets a bad rap. First off, I'm not a fan of the DS overall. So I feel I don't like the look of the games. I don't like the inputs of the controls of all of it. So I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of that.
3: You're breaking but, my heart right here. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> you play Mario 64 DS on a 3DS where it has an analog stick. It's yep. the cheat code. All of a sudden, yep. it's still not perfect because you still have to, like, hold the run button, which is weird. Yeah. But... In a post Mario 3D land world, playing Mario 64 DS on a 3DS, pretty damn good. A lot yep. more better camera control than Mario 64 original. Some of the extra content, not the best, but the multiple playable characters, I think, is actually pretty cool and adds to the experience. I do not think it comes close to the original Mario 64, but I no. think that this one gets a bad rap overall.
1: When it came out, was the 3DS also out? or what? No, no, this was the DS no. launch game. I don't See, I don't know that because I saw some people in the comments also mm-hmm. were saying you just use the 3DS stick, mm-hmm. like it's fine. I don't know that you can make that argument because, like, yeah, there's probably a lot of games out there that benefit from controllers or from like platform ports that came out after the fact.
2: But you're right, so that's Build your all solid true. 3DS. But just putting things into context, then of like giving it the flowers it deserves for the time it came out, sure. it was Mario 64 portable, and yeah. back then yeah. that was absolutely wild. Like, this is like this was a DS launch game. This and this was before PSP, I wanna say. So it's like like months, but like it was like right in there. And like now we're just so used to it where it's like Switch games are handheld and like it's the console, it's portable, it's all the same thing. Yeah. But like I remember being mind blown that I was playing Mario sixty four with new content anywhere I wanted to go. Yep. And sure, it didn't control perfectly, but eh, neither did the original. It's
1: like it's like you said, like, are we rating this? Uh, In contrast to other Mario games in which it probably is like considerably lower, but, or are we rating it in contrast to every other game? In which case the worst Mario game is probably at worst B plus.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think I would say Mario land is down there. Um, New Super Mario Brothers 2. The 3DS one. Oh, the, all the ones the...
1: that I get mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: you just collect all the coins.
2: Yeah, it's the coin one. It was uh, a weird which... <laughs> gimmick game, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, New Super Mario Bros. U, I don't think gets enough credit. I think these days it's starting to eventually, like people finally like showing the it the love that it deserves for the level design and like it it's varied bosses and the the map is actually kind of interesting as opposed to New Super Mario Bros. Wii or any or DS or any of those. Um yeah, I feel like the the Wii U game's gonna forever uh, just be forgotten.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But the year of Luigi.
2: Year of Luigi, baby, year of Luigi. never forget that it was important core I wish memory. Every
1: year, were the year of Luigi. Yeah, it can be if you keep Luigi in your heart. Yeah, I do. The spirit of Luigi is with us at
2: all times. Yeah, but yeah, overall, I kind of think Luigi. Y'all have it. good taste. I'll say that. You yeah. yeah. it's,
1: it's hard game. not to when you're talking about Mario.
2: Yeah, and like the Mario Galaxy games are just utterly incredible the, the thing that i'm happy that you guys did was give 3d worlds as much love as you did because that game is fantastic and i feel like people yep. write it off because you know people don't like the wii u so it's like all right cool whatever right. they forget about it but like 3d world is incredible and i i, I think yep. it is a top tier mario game whether you're talking 2d 3d the whatever this is in between like it is fantastic you had bowser's fury to that and it's just like man one of the most like perfect packages of platforming ever
1: yeah. yeah. I, I had it, oh, written off three D World. Like I didn't play it when it first came out and then I, I played it well, I think I might have played it a little bit, but like not to completion. But I played the whole thing when Bowser's Fury came out and I was blown away.
0: Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. One of the best uh I think one of the best boss fights in in a Mario game is the final Boss fight
2: against—I uh, don't want to spoil it. It's amazing. It's Bowser. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, but, <laughs> but I mean, awesome. you're right. Like mechanically, it's just—it's exciting. It's epic, and I feel like yep. the the epicness is something we rarely get in Mario. I feel like uh, Mario Galaxy is definitely like the best example of it, with like the bombastic score and like yeah. the absolutely wild <laughs> boss fights. But um, yeah, somehow 3D world, I feel like it's easily the best multiplayer. Like it's oh, multiplayer yeah. that actually oh, yeah. works in Mario, yep. um, and it's fun, and the the level design is is varied enough and the getting 100% is fun like the the yep. challenge levels right the, the the way that this game is paced out like ah oh, i hope we get another one cuz 3D land blew my mind i was like dang mario 3d land like i never thought we'd get a obstacle based platformer uh, in 3d for mario and that was like wow this is so good and then worlds i mean it really felt like mario 1 to mario 3 going from mario land to 3d world
1: i'll say it i know they're not the same kind of game but i am enjo- i enjoyed playing co-op in uh world more than i'm enjoying co-op in mario wonder
2: Whoa. oh i don't even think that's a hot take i have well, so
3: much i have so much trauma from my experience with uh, 3d worlds co-op because the people <laughs> i was playing with absolutely loved trolling me in every way possible so when you're on the the dinosaur or whatever that was, or the lapras that was yeah. going down the, the flies. Blossie, yeah. Blossie. That's such a good part. I love Plussies. And we would have, and everybody was supposed to steer together, except one member of our party would always just go, yoink, and instead <laughs> of <laughs> flying off the cliff for reasons, or throw me off the cliff the yeah. problem anyway, i'm having yeah, was,
1: with wonder is that it, because it's a 2d mario it tends to be a little more fast paced and i'm i'm like a slow careful mario player collective. like I, I take my time i sit there i judge the jump and then i go okay here we go uh but my my partner is a a fast-paced uh platformer guy and so he just goes mm-hmm. and he's playing first player and so the camera just follows him and i'm just constantly in a bubble going.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's so funny how you can just be such a masochist when it comes to Mario 3D World with the the multiplayer. Oh yeah. Uh, back in 2020, uh, when we were all working from home, we decided that we were going 100 percent the game four player. Oh my god. With gosh. me, okay. Snowbike Mike, Nick Scarpino, and Andy Cortez, <laughs> uh, and playing online uh, for a Nintendo game, a 3D platformer. It was a horrible decision, but oh, yeah. somehow we pulled it off. We even the challenge levels and everything. But nice. uh, to Cat's point, that Plessy level was. nightmare like I think I've woken up in cold sweats recently just being like never again (laughs) like that was horrible trying to coordinate online with lag and everything oh my gosh Mm. dear lord
0: well no we we're going to talk a little bit more about Mario wonder uh kind of towards the end of the show but I think since we've brought the subject up now just makes organic sense Mm -hmm. to talk about it um Kat you wanted to I think change up your opinion your stated opinion on the official record from last week
3: Oh, my God, putting me on the spot.
0: I mean, I'm sorry. I, I could I could just talk about how I beat it.
3: My no. opinion's been going up on it. I have finished uh, several more worlds. Uh, I think I'm on, like, world six now at this point. So there's a couple more worlds to go. And it's been getting a lot more diverse and a lot more ambitious, and the worlds have been getting bigger. And the thing that stands out to me is... Mario Wonder encompasses a surprisingly large number of classic Mario experiences, yeah. including OG Mario 2, which was not something that I was expecting, but I really enjoyed. And there were some nice puzzle levels in there. I found a, a, a whole world that just felt like a giant Mario World tribute, maybe to like Vanilla Dome or something like that. Mm. I, like the Magma Bog feels very mario very mario world i think um i'm now on the mushroom bog or whatever it's called but uh yeah i really enjoyed the desert level which just felt like an extended tribute to mario 2 and uh i I like the variety and uh it's just a lot of fun to play it's very joyful i think
0: it is a very joyful game i think that that is probably the if you were going to describe this game in one word that wasn't wonder uh, also, I, I've come
3: around on Elephant Mario. I wasn't sure about him, but he's my so go-to power-up like... for the most part. He's good. Nice.
0: <laughs> awesome. Reb, you had an important news bulletin. This is why This is why your scoop's McScoot.
1: Yeah, actually. What's... So I've, I've also been playing Wonder. I'm not I'm, I'm not quite as far along as Cat. I'm taking it a little slowly. Uh, and I learned something. Uh, I believe Red has an image uh, that I, I was hoping he'd show. Uh, regarding this so uh, up on the screen if, if you'll recall there was, there was a debate uh, several years ago when I think Mario Odyssey came out uh, whether or not Toad's mushroom was a head or a hat
2: Ooh, um, yeah. and there were,
1: there were extensive articles written mm-hmm. about uh, examining this um, and some of the evidence that was presented was in the animation uh, that may or may not be canon unclear but not
0: canonical Toad's like okay.
1: fully removes its mushroom and it seems to be a hat um, there's also a like I think in one of games toad has an electrocution animation you can like look inside the skull and there's nothing inside the mushroom Mm. there's like no skeleton in the Mm. mushroom uh but then there's also uh in mario odyssey toad wears headphones not down where you would expect the ears to be but up on the mushroom indicating there might be ears in there Mm. unclear anyway mario wonder has officially canonically settled this debate uh one of the little uh tips that appears on a loading screen uh which i'm hoping we can pull up here in a second proves definitively that it is in fact a head not a hat Whoa! wow and i just wanted everyone wow. to know that i'm happy we so can it's move detachable on
3: with their the
2: hat's no, detachable. No, no, it's his head it's not the detachable, detachable? It's, it's,
1: it's his head yeah here we go Those are residents of the mushroom kingdom and those are their heads not big hats wow
2: like they actually oh, wow. explicitly they said it confirm it
1: <laughs> okay cool just said the thing yeah, yeah
2: this game really so is it detach
1: wonder. like a snake's <laughs> tail yeah. i don't think it's... they just they don't detach they're supposed to be stuck okay. on there i i think i think the anime i think what's happening here is the animation is being rendered non-canonical
0: mm. Mm. okay well that's good because that show kind of sucks actually <laughs> it's not a good like that M- millie vanilli did a guest uh appearance on that show awesome i remember that episode <laughs> it was it was awkward <laughs> but so yeah um yeah Officially, my I didn't get to talk about Mario Wonder because I wasn't here last week. But I'm gonna I, I finished it over the weekend. It's probably the first game that I've actually finished this year. I don't wow. finish games. Whoa! I just don't. I don't finish games. I just play them and get my derive the joy out of just playing them. Mm-hmm. So I played it. Uh, I beat it. I enjoyed it a lot. But I think it's a seven for me. Honestly, oh, I just don't good, not great. I, I, yeah, I think it's good not great for me. Now that being said, it's it's a weird thing because I love everything ab- I don't know. It's so weird. I didn't feel from playing it the same sort of joy that I've gotten from other Mario games with a few exceptions, but yeah, I I love the animation obviously. I love uh the, I love Elephant Mario. He's a big hefty boy who sprays water and feeds flowers, but overall, yeah, it I don't know. It felt felt like, like a sh- too short maybe, I don't know. Something about it just didn't mm. sit right with me when I beat it. Now that's not saying in the comments, please. Actually, no, argue in the comments. Great for engagement. It's um, over, you're doomed. I, I know I'm doomed, but I'm I not, thought it was a seven game. I loved I loved it, but I thought it was a seven, so. so.
1: I'm not arguing with you about your personal opinion because that would be insane. No,
0: you should, My I, my opinion can be wrong. I
1: do think it's interesting that this is the one game you finished to completion this year but you also just feel like yeah it was good it wasn't spectacular yeah i don't know that's just that's an interesting combination of thoughts for me well
0: because i was look this is the thing is what i wanted to put my money where my mouth was because while i was playing i was like i'm having a good time this is a fun game it's really pretty uh it's really charming but i think it's a seven but i better beat it before i go on (laughs) NBC, the world's number one (laughs) nintendo podcast and say that in front of all all the ninfrendos who now are like nin enemies they all hate me
1: how's tears of the kingdom coming
0: (laughs) i'll never i will never
2: finish that game oh man i
0: never want that game to to. end
2: ever the end of it is so good
0: yeah i like i said a million times spread my ashes in that hyrule somehow (laughs) when i'm gone i don't care how you do it digitize me and just shoot me out of a cannon and let me land in a field in hyrule i don't Care. And I'm never gonna. I, no, that's not true. I'm gonna finish it. You know what? I'm gonna make that my um. Wow. I think to do
1: this. Do so you think Absolutely. we can convince him that uh that Mario Wonder is actually an eight?
2: You know, actually an eight. I, I see that there's an interesting conversation we had here, Seth. You're definitely the lowest I've heard anybody be on Mario Wonder, uh, and I'm, I'm higher than you for sure. I would not give it a seven. On the kind of funny scale, which is one to five, I gave it a four, and everyone got really upset with me because they think it Ooh. deserves a five, and I can understand it being a five to a lot of people, but mm-hmm. I, as a, a Mario super, super, super fan, like, again, I 100% these games. Like, I love them, and I don't 100% many games. Right. Um, I think that this game does so much perfectly but there's a couple steps back in a lot of ways like the the boss fights or lack thereof i think is kind of upsetting um the lack of variation the lack of characters in them uh, as well like really feels like i know we're kind of at this point sick of the koopa kids but um the decision they made in this game i feel was like worse than that um it was like all right that's interesting some of the the boss levels there's not even a boss you just kind of no. go from left oh, to right yeah. and it's it's and really jump on odd. a switch yeah. Um, yeah so some of those things like I feel like make it a, a little bit uneven of a experience but um, overall the, the the highs are so high in the game um, but even then I, I I feel like we keep talking about uh, the wonder seeds uh, having every level has the jump up superstar moment for Mario Odyssey but I don't know that any of them are as good as the jump up superstar no. moment in Mario Odyssey mm. uh, and again I, I'm now critiquing something except that the I think is great except the singing piranha plants wow which was awesome I, I I feel like that is definitely a highlight of the game um i i I'm like ninety-nine point nine percent done with the entire game, like all the oh, secrets wow. and everything. Like I have all the flagpole, uh, all the the purple coins, everything. I'm only on the final, final level. Um and it is it's very hard. Uh, and it's very rewarding. Um, I spent about an hour playing through it and I have not conquered it yet. Um, I will one day. But um a lot of content in this game. I feel like set to your point about uh it being on a little on the shorter side. I do feel like once you beat it, there's a very satisfying amount of content after and it's not overwhelming. I I feel like some of the Mario games recently. It's like you beat the game. And it's like there's five extra worlds after, and I'm like, that's a little too much. I feel like there's more moons. Here you go. Exactly. <laughs> it, I think this is, it's the right amount of content, and I feel like they really push for quality over quantity in this one. Um, but like I'm, I get where you're coming from with the seven. I, I think it's a little low, but I, I think that it's there's something about this that I feel people that didn't play. The last like four Mario games, the new Mario new Super Mario Brothers series, or the people that just wrote them off because they're on the Wii U or right. for a multitude of reasons. Like it's been 10 years since we got a new 2D Mario. That's like, funny. and the last mm-hmm. one was Mario uh Wii U, which everybody like had a bone to pick with. So I feel like a lot of people are playing this and they're like, it's amazing. And I'm like, compared to Mario Wii U, I don't know how much more amazing it is. I think it's better, but like. I don't actually i don't know that i do i don't know that i do we'll have to wait yeah. and see a couple years now how i uh, think back because i will say seth yes this game's grown on me the more the last couple weeks that i've been thinking about it i'm like all right i still stand by my four out of five but i i think i might be a little too harsh on it for how fondly i i'm thinking about it in in the off time
3: can i sure. it's it's nice and also though i liked the kirby game from last year more
2: oh me too oh me too yeah for sure and uh, i
3: think this is a i think we have just really high standards for mario platformers and so it can throw things off uh a little bit i think there's so much that this game does right i love the mobility that the patches afford um Mm. i got the second aerial jump the, the double jump badge and i've been really enjoying that for example also, sorry, Jada. I switched over to Daisy. It's my main character. <laughs> Dang, those um, are fun. Having a great time. There was a lot of does...
0: Daisy defenders in the comments last yeah. week. Yeah, so awesome.
2: Not too bit. I
3: think it does accessibility really well, and yeah. better than a lot of older Mario games. It's often very beautiful, and a lot of the levels are very clever. Um, yeah. I think that I keep waiting for that moment that sends it above and beyond and makes it absolutely. Transcendent, uh, yeah. Because Mario games very high floor, very high, very very high ceiling.
0: Yep. Yep. And I said when, when we had uh, Ryan McCaffrey on to talk about his review, and we were talking about that that moment in Super Mario Odyssey was, you know, maybe my favorite video game like moment that I've ever experienced as far as just like joy while well, I was playing through that level in uh, New Donk City and just smiling. And like the whole, I couldn't believe that that was part of it. And I, I think maybe you're right. I think I was spoiled from that and I was expecting something equivalent in this one and it never came. And, you know, it kind of didn't sour me on it, but I guess I was a little bit disappointed. Also, the final ba- boss battle,
1: I, wasn't that great? Yeah, I think a lot of people also got spoiled on Mario Maker um, because Mario Maker people like players spent years crafting Every possible kind of Mario level you could want—levels that are surprising, levels that are extremely difficult, levels that have cool boss fights. I mean, yeah, they can't like create new bosses, but they can reconfigure Bowser in ways that are like super interesting to defeat him. Uh, you know, people created cute little puzzles and things full of hidden secrets and impossible levels and bas- anything that you could think of—it was in Mario Maker somewhere. And so, I think after so many years, the, the ten-year gap between Nintendo-designed two-D Mario's. The Mario, the 2D Mario everyone was playing, was a Mario Maker.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I think people got Mario spoiled Maker on that. ruined me on Mario. Yeah, I, I,
2: I also think but that there's go for Kat.
3: Mario Maker ruined me on Mario in the sense that Kaizo levels were so dispiriting that it made me feel like everything I had ever thought about Mario was a lie, and that I was never <laughs> actually good at Mario. Oh my and gosh! And it ruined me in the same way that Street Fighter. Uh, playing competitive Street Fighter ruined me on Street Fighter and
2: fighting games overall. That's
3: depressing, Kat. and so. I have huge PTSD about Mario Maker. I just want to say that. But they're very fun to watch in streams. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. I also think that in addition to there being the 10-year the gap, and even before that 10-year gap, it was 10 years of back-to-back-to-back-to-back-new Super Mario Brothers games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In that 10-year gap, we saw the the rise of 2D platformers that we hadn't seen since mm-hmm. the 90s with the retro kind yeah. of revolution. And, yeah. like, Super Meat Boy changed the game. And then you continue oh. that along to, like, things like Celeste. Our experience oh Expectations for a 2D platformer, I mean, like even Mario has a lot to kind of like achieve because it's being compared now, not just against itself and against Sonic the Hedgehog, not throwing shade. I love my boy Sonic, but let's be real, Shout you out. know, yeah. Mario is Mario, yeah. Um, yeah. but Mario versus Celeste, Mario versus Super Meat Boy, different conversation. It's not like, oh, Mario wins. It's like, oh, there's a conversation there. Yeah. Um, but to Wonders credit, I do think that it is the closest we we talk a lot about Mario 3D World and Galaxy to an extent, feeling like 3D versions of the 2D games. Mm-hmm. This very much feels like a 2D version of Odyssey, yeah, I agree. which I I think yeah. is uh, is interesting, and it reminds me more of Yoshi's Island than any Mario game we've had. The lack of the timer, the focus on exploration and, and collecting things and and the the puzzles, uh, the way that the levels are designed. I really appreciate it and it's funny because I'm such a Yoshi's Island stan that like uh, I, I know there's like a lot of back and forth. Of, Does it count as a core Mario game? Does it not? I really don't care at the end of the day. Any chance to talk about the game, I'm excited. It
3: says Super Mario World 2 Exactly, core Mario
2: game. I know. We're
1: allowed to make up our it's, own rules when we make lists. Who cares?
2: I, I just feel like my argument in my heart now after Wonder is that Yoshi's Island is more Mario game than it ever has been because in terms of gameplay it's like wonder really kind of feels like a sequel to that in terms of the the way the game is set up and like the focus of the game and the power-ups even like how weird it all is um but yeah i i really enjoy the the kind of like 2d version of a 3d mario game that wonder is and i, I hope that we get more of that having said that i hope we don't get mario tuned all right, I want, I want, oh, I, I, want never. The, I want the next Mario two D Mario game to just be something completely different. Like, yeah. and uh, I, I feel like, we'll see.
3: Great return to form for two D Mario. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: yeah. that's what I'll it's say. Really fun. Yeah. I think yeah. also it's joyful. Like Tim, you mentioned that you know it is just like it's against the other Mario games, and I think maybe I'm being non- unnecessarily harsh because it is. A Mario game and yeah. maybe I. if this were like a Rayman game I probably would like be like oh it's an eight or a nine but
2: well, that, see, so that's, maybe that's another problem too and man I'm, uh, I'm gonna get so much hate in the comments and I guess it's deserved to some extent but like my problem is I'm a 2d platformer fan yeah. so I did play Celeste I did play Rayman Origins and Legends I did play Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze so a lot of the wow moments in this game I'm like I've seen this in Rayman mm-hmm. I've seen mm. this in Donkey Kong I've seen it done better and like that is disheartening to me because as cool as the piranha plant moment is in level two yeah i've seen it in Raina.
3: you're not wrong you're not <laughs> yeah. wrong there have been some spectacular 2d platformers and i put tropical freeze up there oh, and yeah. i put celeste up there yeah. Yeah. both of them do some really fantastic stuff and she got mario wonder has a lot to live up to yeah
0: yeah it's uh it's interesting that you mentioned Tropical Freeze because, as promised by this headline, we have 1000% more Donkey Kong on this episode <laughs> than any other show on the internet. Uh, this is due in large part to the fact that November 21st is, we're not going to have a show that week because it's Thanksgiving, but that was 29 years ago when a little game called Donkey Kong Country. <gasps> came out to the Super yeah. Nintendo but also more recently and more importantly and also thank you Logan for pointing out the obvious thing that I was completely glossing over in our planning meeting we've got some more Donkey Kong than we've ever had before in the wave 6 of the Mario Kart Deluxe mm-hmm. yeah. final track uh we're getting DK Mountain which personally is one of my all-time favorite I love DK um,
1: Mountain Yeah. yeah
0: I, like, I love Double Dash and DK Mountain. Uh-huh. Like, you get shot out of a barrel. Oh, my up, God. That was yeah. so
1: cool at the time. Yeah. I know, like, every other Mario Kart course now has getting shot out of yeah. cannons or fla- weird crud. That was really cool in Double Dash. I love that.
0: Yeah. And now it's in wave six uh, of the uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Oh, a little update on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I still haven't found my copy. No. So I have oh. not I've not played a single track <sighs> Uh oh my yeah. god, that breaks my heart. I know I don't I'm probably just gonna have to buy a new, yeah. new copy of that game. There's so little another copy so of easy. that game sold? Oh. <laughs> I
3: lost my I lost my copy too, Seth. That's why I'm reluctant to buy physical editions of uh Switch games because I lost both Smash Brothers and Mario Kart 8 at its various points. So I've purchased Smash oh, sh- Brothers twice. Okay, well, Seth, well I'm, I,
1: I'm talking I, out of my butt right now. I haven't fact checked this, but I'm pretty sure that Black Friday is just around the corner. And I'm pretty sure that Nintendo's holiday bundle this year will be Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and you get a Nintendo Switch with it.
0: You're not actually talking. That is, <laughs> they already released it on but October 6th. Yeah, they're like, not? just, you know what we're going to do. <laughs> Here it is. Just get it out of the way. And now everyone's like, oh, maybe they're going to do a new one with an OLED inside. No, they're not why would they break a streak but uh yeah i'm a little because first of all uh i haven't played any of the tracks and also we're getting diddy kong pauline and funky kong which is just tremendous of all the kongs uh i think funky might be might be up there as my favorite i should have man i should have dressed as funky kong you
2: should have got the wraparound shades you should have got a bandana just do it don't do it for halloween just do it next week
0: just do it for like next time i go to the gym i just life. dress as funky kong i just surf into the front door and they're like sir this is a planet fitness there's the oceans over there but um i'm going to pose a question to the panel now um given what we have got with mario kart 8 deluxe is this a more content rich game than smash ultimate no 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 no, no. <laughs> well okay we'll move on No, then, but uh...
2: I, I do want to talk about that for a sec though <laughs> because mario Kart 8 deluxe i mean my god it's uh it's a perfect it's okay. video game and i i feel like yeah. it is the gift that keeps on giving for me personally where i mean th- the very nature of the switch being portable like this is one of my forever games like anytime yeah. i'm on a plane i'm like you know what I'm gonna do a Grand Prix, why not? And the fact that they have added, d- they've doubled the amount of content in this game with these yep. the booster courses, and you know, maybe the quality isn't there in terms of, like, the fidelity uh, and the like the design of the DLC uh, courses compared to the main game, but the fact that they have custom music that is in the style, that jazz style yeah. of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, like, there's just so much love, and, like, I'm so concerned about what the next Mario Kart could be, like, obviously, it's like, alright, it'll be the Smash Brothers. all the characters will be there, but, like, Cool. Besides that, like this is just so special and so good and, and such an ultimate version of Mario Kart 8 that um I'm I'm blown away that like there's still I'm still gonna be playing this game after over a decade <laughs> since yeah. Mario Kart 8 original came out. Um yeah. and in in just a few short weeks I'm gonna be going for even more gold stars. Like it's it's wild.
1: I mean I think if you yeah. I I think the I think I've said this on this podcast before. And I, I cannot explain in a logical way why I have this opinion. Smash Brothers gave us Smash Brothers Ultimate, and I, th- I personally think the next thing they should do is pair way the heck back and have a much smaller roster of fighters and a much smaller roster of just stages. Mario versus and be Luigi, very, well, just maybe, a few more. maybe put Fox in there. Um, and, and have sure. it be just, just very, very contained. Mario Kart, I don't want that. I, I absolutely do not want that for Mario Kart. I think the, the best possible follow-up to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the super nintendo switch 2 or whatever it is we're doing uh would be
0: how did you know that's what it's called that was um embargoed information whoopsies Mm. uh
1: would be to (laughs) would be to do mario kart 8 deluxe deluxe or something and have a an even more upscaled nice polished version of literally an everyone is here moment Uh, Where they say we have taken all the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe content and now we're doing five more
2: boosters. So the the, the problem with that I have is, and this is like my my only criticism of where we're at with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at this point, is that while I'm so happy we got these uh, DLC Mm -hmm. packs, it's like not quite. Ultimate, it's just so close to Ultimate. It's like almost mm. every course ever, but it's not. There's
1: like a couple
2: that are just weirdly missing. There's not enough for there to be missing to to do what you're saying of like right. adding it later. And I I feel like at this point, like Mario Kart Nine, I do want all the the courses, but I hope they're in a new style. Like I hope that it's like it's it's totally revamped. And there is a new look to it all because we have been seeing this look since the Wii U. Yeah, it's <laughs> like yeah. it's time to move on. I think. And to your point it's about Smash 10 Brothers, years old. yeah, this it's, game is so wild. old. I, but to your point about smash like smash is my favorite game of all time favorite franchise of all time mm. uh but i'm mm. with you that i think the next smash really should like be a different game like i think it should like sh- totally pair back i want like a street fighter 2 to street fighter 3 type situation where it is like hey like they're the same franchise but it's a different street experience. fighter
3: 3 which was massively less popular than
2: street fighter 2 yep and I get it, I'm asking for something that like Sometimes
1: you gotta reset.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I, I think th- I mean no matter what what, do, reset, what is a reset
3: what does a reset for Smash Brothers look like? I, I can't envision it. Because with Street Fighter, you could create entirely new characters. And so it's fun to create new rosters and then mix and match them and who's gonna be on this one? Whereas Smash Brothers, I feel like you have a finite pool. You can't really make yeah. characters up from whole cloth.
2: But I think the the opportunity is to reinvent characters that we have been playing with for decades. Like, give Mario a new moveset that's actually reflective of Mario now. And, like, you can apply that to to all of them. Like, they've done little tweaks here and there. Like, you look at Link over time. But, like, I feel like that is the way to breed new blood into Smash where you're not actually, like – uh, making it not popular to people, it's like no, this is just it's new and it's fresh. Uh, and instead of Mario and Pikachu and Kirby and them having the same move since 1998, yeah. Um, yeah. but also I understand doing that you're going to upset a lot of people that just want it the way that they want it, which is why I think Smash Ultimate needs to be ported to the next system yeah. and preserved forever. Oh yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we'll For never sure. get Cloud again. We're, no. we're never going to get Sora, <laughs> Sephiroth. Are you no. kidding me?
1: I was thinking about the Sora reveal yesterday. Oh. I was just like remembering it in my head. It was when I was I was moving to San Francisco. We were. In in a tiny little ho- hotel on the side of the road in Elko, nevada getting ready to drive like the last eight hours of the leg to san francisco and i remember imran and i like packed all of our luggage we we're getting ready to check out we had like two screaming cats and a cat carrier who were ready to go and i just remember looking at him and going we should probably watch the final smash reveal before oh, we yeah. go. like we really want to know who it is and i had been telling all of our friends for weeks i'm like there's no way because you know everyone was like i want sora so bad all of our kingdom hearts friends. i was like there's no way there's so much logistics in Involved with that, they will never put Sora in Smash. No, they put That's Sora the in character. Smash. Yep. There's a Mickey Mouse Disney logo in Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, that is the most insane thing in video games. The
2: final shot of this trailer, where Mario and Sora like just do the class- the, the hand class. Oh, it's like God. it's the most powerful moment in in world history. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so happy that like I we recorded our reaction to this because Good. it's me and Blessing, and like I rewatch that video so often just to feel something. Like yeah. It, it, it was, it just felt like a win. It just felt like a massive win of anything can happen. Like, life is good. There's, There's so much no bad rules. in the world. But Sora's in Smash, man. Like, God bless Sakurai. I
1: know. But yeah, no, yeah. No,
3: that no, will never do it it's again. It's a great
0: reveal, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole, the whole way that every reveal for Smash was, mm-hmm. real, like, everything about Smash was brilliantly executed. So much um, great humor, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know if we'll ever see anything like that again
3: we won't right. it makes me a little sad yeah but we must preserve smash brothers ultimate as a historical document knowing that there will never be anything like it again straight up right? even sakurai is like oh i don't know i don't know how we do that again yeah no. at all so
0: <laughs> you don't you, you, you go don't. big or you go home and you can't go bigger so you just hey, you gotta go home how yeah. is
3: that so that i agree is with a a you though game. tim smash brothers ultimate top five top five top ten games of all time oh yeah and uh just warms my heart that this game exists
0: mm-hmm. yeah you know what uh you know what they can do in the next one just all Donkey Kongs that was bad
2: segue. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. It's so, I would like so to...
1: hard to get us to talk about Donkey Kong.
3: No, oh, I, I actually
0: it. no this is like I don't care. Like you we do we have a meeting where we were like do a run of show but I just like if if it if it weren't for the fact that I'm trying to be professional I would just be like so what would everybody have for lunch? Mushrooms okay, those are for ranking Nintendo. The...
1: We're
3: tier ranking the Kongs S tier Trixie Kong. We're not. Go. That is,
0: we're not. All
2: of them are, are S tier.
1: Ranking. What are you doing? I
2: don't know oh. about that, Kitty Kong man. I have some yeah. beef with Dkc three.
1: Oh no, that's fine. And
2: it and it and it runs deep. And and it's funny because I uh don't want to get ahead of your show here. I don't know where if we're going with this. But no, going.
0: no, this it is perfect because I can segue
2: right right in. I just want to say Donkey Kong Country one. I I absolutely love. I adore. I, it is. I mean, it's just so special to me for like what it was at the time it came out when the game first loads up and like uh, Donkey jumps down with the, the boom box and the theme starts playing. It's like yeah. a hip hop remix. I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like this is, this is like the peak of, of masculinity. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then Donkey Kong Country 2 is just, it, it's up there with like the best platformers ever. Like that is in the conversation with Mario games, which I think is wild and tropical freeze as well. Um, but then you get to Donkey Kong Country 3 and I'm just like, it is, is such a step down to me. Like I I just have never been able to wrap my head around it. And the thing is, I like playing as Diddy more than I like playing as Donkey just with how nimble he is. And Donkey Mm -hmm. Kong Country 2 essentially just gives me two Diddies. It's Diddy and Dixie. They both play how i want them to and then the dkc3 kind of just gave me just the characters the playstyles i don't like <laughs> and so yeah. that's always been rough for me but the audience keeps telling me i'm wrong and i need to go back and give it another shot i never beat three so i, I feel like at some point when this rush of great new games com- is over eventually i am gonna go back and give three another shot
0: okay. all right well the mm-hmm. good news is it is on nso mm-hmm. so yeah. you can just go back and play at any time but i'm gonna it's i'm glad you started with donkey kong country first one great place to start so yeah 29 years ago that game came out so which would have put me what in high school because i'm old much older than everybody wow. but I uh, loved the hell out of that game i used to play it with i had a nes or excuse me a super nes advantage which was like the joystick fight stick controller and i'd keep that on the floor and if i needed to like swap between i would use my foot to like tap the button to swap between Kongs awesome little cheat code there for you love the hell out of that game um man 29 years ago who would have thought that was developed by rare by the way um used uh silicon graphics workstations to pre-render the graphics which is such a genius like move because this 1994 the PlayStation 1 was out and like I was, that's all I could think about was the PlayStation 1. I knew a girl who had one, um, and she loaned it to us for a week. And three months later, when we gave it back, I decided, like, man, I need to go out and buy one of these for myself. So to kind of counter that, they came up with this genius idea to render the graphics ahead of time in these, like, I don't even think they have graphical workstations anymore, because, like, your iPhone can, can render graphics now. But, you know, just spend gallons and gallons of computer power to make these graphics and then just turn them into sprites it was so genius and such a fun game such a challenging platformer the Minecraft levels I think they get a little bit too like uh, blown out of proportion yeah they're hard but they're like they're not impossible I think you could do it it might take you a few weeks but yeah this game was such a success it was followed by two sequels which like I said earlier both of them are on NSO uh, also Donkey Kong land on Game Boy which I am not familiar with. Does anyone have anyone played that? It's the same thing. They, they pre-rendered graphics, and then they put them on the, uh what, the one-bit screen of the... Of it the, looked uh,
3: really impressive back in yeah. the day.
0: This year, I decided I actually wanted to, like, follow hockey a little bit more than just the most casual of casuals, so I subscribed to a service that streams all of the NHL to your That's not just any egg cream. That's a
3: Lemke special, and all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind.
0: This is the story of Harry Dallums, and how he rose from nothing to become New York's king of the egg cream.
3: So, if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream. Available wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, what was Donkey Kong Country if not a giant technical flex from Rare? That's true the entire time, so they were saying, oh, you think it's cool that we put this on the Super Nintendo? Well, you just wait. We put it on the Game Boy, too, <laughs> and if you look at it, that looks amazing for a Game Boy game, yeah. seriously. It's better than really Mario good. Land. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that, at the time, and I don't think we remember this as well now, Donkey Kong Country looked in freaking credible. Oh, yeah. We've never seen any 16-bit game like it at that time. I think the atmosphere did a lot for it. The the rain, um, the audio design was Mm. really strong. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Especially when you were fighting uh, bosses looked really, really impressive. And so it was just such a perfect tech demo for late-gen Super Nintendo. And, you know, of course, Nintendo got really into the whole 2.5D, 3D thing uh, with Killer Instinct and whatnot
0: as well. And And being uh, like, no,
3: Super Nintendo still has some life in it. Can totally compete with the PlayStation. Cough, cough, cough.
0: Treasure (laughs) Hunter. Is it Treasure Hunter D? Kat, you're the RPG expert from Square that also did the same sort of pre-rendered. I think that's the the game. Never came to the West. no information on It was 1995. So nobody was, everybody was done with Super Nintendo. Rest (laughs) in peace. But yeah, uh, the Donkey Kong Land on Game Boy did well enough that it you know spawned sequels as well so yeah, it, it's three a of success. them success or three games yeah total. i think it's like multi-million copies of that game, one of the
3: best-selling is... games on the super nintendo it was huge when it came yeah. out
2: yeah the, the love donkey kong country the whole trilogy overall like a three maybe not my favorite but still like great games the donkey kong games on game boy have just never been been it like the the, the <laughs> game boy original ones like they look awesome for what they are but like they're not that good, but the Game Boy Advance ports of the Donkey Kong Country games are like some of the worst ports of all time. Like, uh, and a lot of it just has to do with the music and and the the ambiance of Donkey Kong Donkey Kong Country is so important to like the experience, and the the GBA just couldn't handle it, and it like ruins you know. it. And it looks bad, and like everything about it is just like, ugh. and those Game Boy Color ports of Donkey Kong Country, and those were even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it even a, remember those, so
0: that's how forgettable they are to me. But chronologically, we take a little bit of a left turn and we go to Diddy Kong Racing, which everybody seems to love a lot, and I um, think it's good. I think it's, it's fun. I think maybe, yeah, it's a good, it's a great kart racing game, time. but I think it's maybe a little blown out of proportion. Did you like to race in the
3: plane, the cart, or the other thing? Was it a boat?
0: The other thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, Those are the only
0: three uh, types of transportation. This was
3: what Rare did. They took a very pure Nintendo idea, and then they were like, let's make it big. Let's (laughs) just make it as big as possible. And they did that with Banjo and DK uh, Donkey Kong 64, and they did it with Diddy Kong Racing to the point of Maybe being a little overbearing, but mm. it was fun to fly around in an airplane in this game. And it had a single-player campaign, like a fully explorable world. It's actually kind of wild.
0: Yeah, it's it's a beloved uh, kart racer out there that people are
3: constantly... It was also like the only N64 game to come out holiday, 1997. Um, I know GoldenEye
0: came out in like August, but it was a tough time <laughs> if you're an N64 owner. Wow, I... I think I might have sold my N64 by then the first one. Wow. I, I I rebought it when Ocarina came out. I was like, okay.
3: Oh See, I was a staunch N64 defender because I was such a Nintendo person. Um and then finally I got a PlayStation like 1999 and I went, "Oh, okay, this is the truth thing." But I that, did love my N64. I was like, big party machine, big big uh great for multiplayer, but secretly in my heart I was like, well, I,
0: I went through the, like, like, that period where i was you know i must have been like 17 or 18 years old when this thing came no i think it was 18 and I I played it and I loved it, but then I was like, ah, I'm too old for this baby stuff. I gotta get a PlayStation. They have blood and stuff on there.
3: I had GoldenEye though. I mean, how do you how do you top that?
0: Well, the I best, eventually that like, was the best college dorm game I, you could I, possibly look, have. You don't have to tell me because I figured it out. <laughs> like we when I was in the Air Force, my friend Craig had one of those like rear projection TVs, a 55 inch. was the only one in the whole barracks that had one, and we would go up there. To pregame before we went out to the bars and more than once we just didn't leave his room of course we yeah. would like we'd be like ah crap the bars are closed well let's play some more golden iris and play some more mario kart yeah. uh, or you know
2: Diddy he so, racing is it's 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 fantastic but it's not the best kart racer of that generation because yeah. of course we know it's crash team racing okay everybody, <laughs> show some love Crash Team Racing just no. took everything Diddy Kong Racing did and made it better. That adventure yeah. mode, so damn good.
0: Okay. It sure it's better than Diddy Kong Racing. I will I will give you that.
2: And so, Mario Kart. One baby. point to Tim.
0: Tim, you're in the lead right now. I didn't I forgot <laughs> to tell everybody there's a point system. There's yeah. a scoreboard? <laughs> yep. So. Well,
3: Giant Marie's perpetually in the lead. I'm never gonna catch giant. No one can. I know it's hard. Giant Marie gives like a plus ten just for being.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a, a like the opposite of Final Fantasy. There's just numbers. You can't see it because if you're listening, but there's always numbers going uh, above Marie's head, like mm-hmm. just additive one, 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 plus one,
3: plus one, yeah. plus three, plus Constantly. five, charging it's pretty,
0: up. It's pretty baller. But oh, speaking of baller, now here we go. All Rem, right, I'm here. Strap in, because we are waiting. talking about the apex of Donkey Konglia, <sighs> Donkey Kong '64, a this misunderstood game. <laughs> I love this masterpiece. Terrible, terrible game. <laughs> One of my favorite video gaming experiences of the Nintendo 64. This was after I rebought a Nintendo 64 and I I love Donkey Kong 64. What can I say? Who's with me? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's yes. it's, it's terrible, but I love it so much. Nope. I and you can't even tell me, oh, if you went back and played it today, you wouldn't like it anymore. I went back and played a little bit a couple years ago, still really freaking fun. Uh nope. Still think so many things are wrong with it, but I love it. I, I can't I don't know what to tell you people.
2: Yeah, yeah barrett and uh blessing over a kind of funny are th- this is like some of their favorite games of all time yeah, they yeah love that's because they're, Donkey Kong they're both two of the smartest most handsome people that's what that's what I everyone says of. yeah dk64 <laughs> i i think gets too much hate yeah. um i think it's a little blown out of proportion but um i also understand where a lot of the criticism comes from of it is just too much and when you compare it to the other rare 3d platformers on this 64 it's I feel like the weakest of them. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, fair enough. still I, I there's a lot to like in it. I just think that uh it might have been a little too ambitious for Donkey Kong. Like I feel like yeah. it there's something about it that like it because it was Donkey Kong and it was a three D Donkey Kong, people were expecting a Mario sixty four type, like from the from Mario World to Sixty Four, from Country to this, and I don't think it's that.
1: I desperately Fair want enough. them to revisit the ideas of Donkey Kong 64 in another yep. 3D Somewhat mostly open world Donkey Kong game with with a similar yeah. style with the idea of a hub world and a bunch of like satellite worlds with the idea of having multiple kongs you can switch between but instead of forcing you to go back to the barrel every time do something like a Genshin Impact system where you can just switch on the fly between them and use different kongs to solve different puzzles um, and get you know in, like the the whole very now very Metroidvania idea of oh you're yeah. in this world and there's all these switches that you can't hit yet but three worlds later you're going to drink a potion that will give all your kongs the ability to activate them so it's worth going back to jungle japes Mm -hmm. and doing all this again there's so many ideas in donkey kong 64 that now in 2023 i'm like oh we have better versions of this idea they're just not all in one game together in Mm -hmm. the same way with the same personality and i would love to see them try it again um, yep. You really
3: yeah. like the exploration of it all.
1: I love yeah. the exploration. I think that's what I like the most. I, because I, I've told this story a million times on this podcast. People are probably sick, sick of hearing me do this. My neighbor had it. Never. I didn't have it. So I played it at my neighbor's house. So, like, I was getting little, I was getting this game in like bite sized piece, pieces every weekend or every other weekend. So I'd go over, play like two hours of it and then not see it again for several weeks. And getting it in that like microdose installments where I would like explore a little and then I'd come back a couple weeks later and be like, oh my gosh, we saw that weird thing or that weird mushroom like what do we do with that we got to figure that out and like puzzling over what we were going to find next the next time we played together all week oh that was so fun it was like quintessential childhood i want that again i'll never have it
0: (laughs) Yep. and i will say um before we move on from dk64 that it has for me another one of the coolest video game sort of moments when to progress the game you have to beat The original original arcade version of Donkey Kong in the game Donkey Kong was just so cool. Also, that might have been the hardest part of the game. It is (laughs) terrible. It is horrible game
1: design. It is a miserable time. Also, it was cool when we finally did it.
0: Yep. So, and it was for the longest time, it was the only like actual uh, way to play the original arcade outside of like illegal emulation or going to an arcade. So, yeah. uh, All right. Donkey Kong Country Returns came to the Wii and 3DS, oh, yeah. which was also... Uh, I think I got it from an eShop reward. Um, like, I know I cashed in points. I have it on my 3DS. I also have it on Wii. You know, it, we've already talked about Donkey Kong Country. They just made it nicer looking. It good. So. Yeah, it's 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 a great it's a great way to play Donkey Kong Country if you have not before. You talking so, about
2: the 3DS version or
0: yeah, the 3DS yeah, the okay. Wii version? Yeah, okay. Because
2: like the Wii version, I, I I don't think so. Like the motion controls, like the force motion controls of oh, like having okay. to like go like that for the role It was just a bad decision that was just like a byproduct of the Wii era where they were like trying to force all that stuff to happen. uh yeah. It worked in some games, didn't work in others. I know a lot of people really don't like it in Mario Galaxy of like having to do the waggle. I got used to it there. There's some. That felt right. DKC returns, I feel like, is so superior on the 3DS. It's like not even close. Um, uh, Returns was announced at the first E3 I was ever at, Um, and I was so excited just because we were getting a new (laughs) 2D Nintendo game. Like, that just felt uh, from retro. Like, what are you talking about? So cool. Um, And I I enjoyed it quite a bit, but I I feel like it's a perfect example. It's kind of like 3D Land we were talking about earlier where Tropical Freeze is just so much better that I think retroactively actually makes Returns even worse
0: yeah I think that's a fair assessment actually tropical freeze is the next game chronologically to come out it came out on the Wii U nobody had a Wii U so they brought it to switch and they brought it with funky mode which was a nice thing for them to do and if you're not sure what funky mode is you turn it on everything's awesome no it's actually it (laughs) just makes it it makes it like well you can't die like you funky comes and rescues I can't remember I reviewed this game on this this is like the first big game that I reviewed for IGN was Tropical Freeze on the Nintendo Switch? Um, it's a fun game. It's a hard game. It is a, a very good uh, uh, classic, like Donkey Kong, just savage, beat you to death.
1: Another uh, with game with Monkeys great co-op, Fist. actually, both yeah, of them. Yeah,
0: I didn't play it because I don't have any friends. But yeah, I've heard.
1: I, I so I I first watched Donkey Kong Country Returns on the Wii and Tropical Freeze on the Wii U get played by my by my. Ex and his best friend in college dorm rooms and it was like pure entertainment like I'd be like reading or something and I just sit there and they'd just be shaking Wiimotes and-, and yelling at each other about controlling the-, the rocket barrels and it was hilarious and it was so much fun and then finally like I got my own systems and played them myself and I'm like I love this I want that stupid magic of co-op. Uh I really did like funky mode, but i keep I keep waiting for them to make another game in this series so I can play co op and and get some of the the magic
2: of that
0: yeah well. It's interesting that you say that. Where is Donkey? Where is Donkey Kong? Well, r- real you quick, I want to say,
2: I want to talk about Tropical Freeze. Because like, th- this oh, is yeah. one yeah. of the best Don't pause over games. Tropical Freeze. This is one of the best games ever made. It's like, so good. I-, I feel like it's, yeah, it's easily sure. one of the best 2D platformers. But I feel like it does not get nearly as enough credit. It is not oh. talked about. And I think people are, st- like, they are talking about it. I still don't think it's enough. I- anyone that's played this game, they get it. They know. So good. But the amount of love and care put into making it a, a full package is honestly... Pretty unrivaled. Like it is so incredible that every single platform, every element of the stage has. It's, there's no just floating platforms. It's like everything is designed in a way that, th- with the the foreground background system they have, where you're kind of like jumping back and forth with the the, the cannons or the barrels or whatever it is. Um, every single thing you're jumping on is being held up by some statue or some like uh, formation and sometimes
1: it crumbles it
2: crumbles and it it, it, like
1: bounces or whatever
2: there is so much like the whole game feels like a set piece it feels
1: touchable it feels like you can feel all the pieces yeah Yeah.
2: and there's also a musicality to it all that music's been such an important part to what makes Donkey Kong Country so good and I feel like Tropical Freeze I mean the fidelity of it all the, the, the arrangements are just so good but they feel like they are part of the world that you're playing and every single choice just feels like it's adding to itself and you add on top of that, fun collectibles, great platforming, like a challenging gameplay, fun boss fights. Like, Tropical Freeze yeah. really has it all.
1: Yeah, really tense moments. Like, I I, I think this was Tropical Freeze. It was, it was, it, this might be Country Returns, but it, ha- it has like those moments where, like, the giant, I think this is Country Returns, actually. The giant cheese wheel, like, comes mm. down and chases you. Um, but there's like a lot of moments like that in Tropical Freeze, too, where just the whatever set you're in or whatever stage you're in just sort of like explodes out of itself, or like, there, there's weird fruit or like jungle animals or like, like, very things sort of bursting out out at you or following you or, or or crumbling around you like you were saying in, in ways that make the stage feel really dynamic and force you to react to them while also using clever stage design to lead you where you're going to need to go next. Yeah. So if you're watching, yeah. you understand exactly what you're supposed to be doing.
2: And the role was a button, not a waggle. So yeah. that was yeah. great too. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Ugh, it's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah, it is a good game. And it's been five years since that game came out on yeah, the or switch maybe even more than that on the switch yeah it's yeah, been it longer than on that the when U, it came yeah. out on the wii U, but uh we have not seen any donkey kong so i'm like where's donkey kong i know shigeru miyamoto's listening again he always does he writes in every week um where's donkey kong i mean so like, we know
1: we... what retro's doing because retro worked on Retro's the studio behind Tropical Freeze. And,
2: and returns. I mean, I doubt it though. It's a little point. busy no, 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 right they're now. Busy. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Metroid.
2: Yeah. 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 I, mean, I mean, look. All the rumors Given the choice, I'll take
0: Metroid all day. So.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: Wow. I will. Okay. I will mean, 100%. I will I would, I will, I would okay. step over Is Donkey Kong's body if it it's meant set. Metroid
2: set. Prime team 4 team were coming set. out today. It- it's, um, it's not.
1: I, I think a lot. Of, I, if you told me you had this opinion, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. sure. Seth's saying, I feel like
2: to me. there's very few people in the world that would <laughs> want. An, people lost their minds when they announced the Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze was happening, and they're like, you're doing another one of these instead of a Metroid Prime? On like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. Exactly. And I, I think even now, that would be even more more wild. I would love. I want both. I mean, um, yeah, we live in a yeah. world
1: where we could have both eventually. Like,
2: um, all the rumors mm. have been that Nintendo EAD's been working on a 2D Donkey Kong that is more like. Open and more of like uh, exploration type game, but like at this point, those rumors are like who can say years old? And where's that
1: Wind Waker Twilight port?
2: (laughs) Exactly. I mean, but oh, they're uh, putting Donkey Kong in uh, instead of Link. That's what's been Didn't taking. Didn't they announce
3: so a Donkey Kong game that was more like Donkey Kong
2: '94 recently? Yeah. Well, that, that's a port, or not a port. That's a, a remake of a GBA oh. game, but Mario yeah, versus yeah, yeah. Donkey Kong, yeah, which is coming next Mario year. Mario versus yeah. Donkey Kong, yeah. Okay. yeah. that
0: doesn't. That one. I, there you go. There's Donkey Kong. There. Found him. He's right there. there he is in a. Gameplay that style. He's not Donkey Kong really Country, like but that much. But that's I don't okay. think that
3: we're ever getting another Donkey Kong Country.
1: I don't. I don't think really? that's true. I don't think they're going to fully abandon true. it. I. I don't know that we're going to get it like tomorrow or next year even. But I. I absolutely think they circle back around to the dot. Because like, it, look, it's. I know Nintendo does insane things all the time, but this is a, a staple franchise for them that has been wildly successful in pretty much all of its iterations.
3: Yeah, I just, yeah. I would define wildly successful.
1: Certainly up there. Tropical Freeze sold pretty well, if I remember right. Yeah. By Wii U standards,
2: yeah, I, I don't Does think did it do it's, well on the Switch too. I don't think it did that well. Like that, I'd be interested to to see that. And also, we're talking about Nintendo, so even that well could still be like so much right. more than other games. But I I honestly would be surprised if we saw another Donkey Kong Country ever. Um, I think we'll get a new 2D Donkey Kong, but I think it's going to be something new and, and fresh. Like I, I think that we to answer your question of where's Donkey, I think that we are are due for a, a refresh. We're due for like a hey Donkey Kong's back with a new vibe, and it, it's not. What you're used Fresh to from before? Back. Yeah,
3: I mean, he yeah. was in Mario. He was voiced by Seth Rogen. Yeah, so he was, he still very much matters, obviously. Yeah, uh, I I I'm kind of with Reb. Actually, it would be fun to see them return to the three the 3D exploration genre with a, a a new perspective on Donkey Kong 64. I'd play that.
0: Yeah, I right. would.
1: Uh, Donkey Kong I'd Tropical be- Freeze sold. Two million units on the Wii U. Okay, which, that's for great the, for the Wii U, great. Holy cow! Uh, that's incredible for a Wii U this, game. The Switch version sold 4.62 million right. units as of okay. December twenty. Which
2: you know, major? obviously, major win and is it's a great game.
1: Better than several other Nintendo franchises. I think they're not going to ditch Donkey Kong. But
2: I mean, I feel like if you're selling less, like half as much as a Luigi's Mansion game, I think that yeah. just kind of puts into perspective where you where we are in terms of, like, Nintendo's franchises, and, like, I don't think that they look at it Ooh. as, like, a major win.
1: Yeah, but Luigi's Mansion... Is so
2: like 9 million, right?
1: Yeah, so so the reason... Wow. Lu, Luigi's Mansion 3 has sold 12.82 million copies oh. as of March 2023. Oh. The reason why I'm not going to put those two things in the same category is because Luigi's Mansion 3 was a brand new game on the Switch. Tropical Freeze yeah, was okay. a port on the Fair Switch. Enough. I Fair. don't think I...
2: Although, right, well, New Super Mario Bros. U, though,
1: how much does that sell? It's
2: insane. I think it's like 15 yeah. million or like 16, something like that.
1: Hold on. Now I'm going to go look up all the Nintendo switch. Sales.
0: Oh, hear me out. 2024 year donkey Kong. You're the dog. You got my number. Nintendo. We can talk it. We can talk it out. You're DixieCon. Dixie I'm
1: just saying they, yeah. they keep weirder yeah. franchises alive. Pikmin's still doing okay.
3: Oh no. That's- donkey Kong is extremely important to Nintendo. I just don't know if the donkey Kong country specifically is going yeah. to keep coming back. If it, they might go in a different
2: direction. I I just yeah. think that when we look at the the movie and we look at the um the the game we're getting next year which is Mario versus Donkey Kong, I I predict they're going to lean into the rivalry between Mario and Donkey Kong, like that really was kind of the point of the movie and I I can see them Bring trying to bring that back in some form in the next mm. game, uh, in, in, in a in a platformer style, whether it's 3D or 2D. Like I think they're going to position Donkey Kong more as like a, a anti-hero, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a grittier take on
3: Donkey yeah. Kong.
2: So like the Frank the Miller, Judge
3: Dread of the Mario universe.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> well, I hope that we get more Donkey Kong because I'm a big I'm a big Kong I fan. Love I love Donkey Kong. Kong. Mm-hmm. A great guy. Uh, all all things about that Simeon video game man friend and all necktie so uh all right we i want to real quickly mention that tom's mario rpg preview is up yeah. right now and you should go and check it out because it's very good i am excited because i've never played mario rpg and from mm. what i understand i am in for a treat
1: dude i'm Who with a- you i've never played it either i'm so stoked
2: y'all yeah. yeah it's good
1: i know it's okay. real good so really I, I i've actually been and playing short.
2: the the remake uh so i can give a real quick little preview myself here um yeah. i mario rpg is a very important game to me because uh when it when it came out i was like six years old or something definitely could not read uh and i went to blockbuster rented this mario game i didn't know what rpg meant but i was like Ooh. this looks super cool and i'll never forget bringing it home putting it in and just looking at my dad and being like i I don't know man just jumping on the (laughs) bed in the beginning and i'm like and he's just like are you just gonna jump on the bed i'm like i don't know what else to do like i was just so confused it was like way way above my pay grade and then years later um allegedly i decided to try to 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 play this game again um through means that were you know allegedly legal Mm -hmm. um and it was the first rom that i ever played and i didn't understand i was still so I was dumb when I was six. I was still dumb when I was 16. Um, I didn't understand you needed to put a ROM in an emulator. So I was just trying to double click on it and it wasn't opening. And I'm like, what is going on? Um, Eventually figured it out, played through Mario RPG. And I was like, oh, oh, everyone was right. This was worth the wait. This was worth all the trauma that it put me through. Uh, But to play through this new one now, um, about five hours in, I am just blown away by the love and care being put into this. It reminds me so much of the links awakening remake that they did a couple years ago, where it is a totally brand new art style, but it keeps the, the, the vibe and the style of the original. And it, it feels like a worthy remake. Like it doesn't just feel like, ah, like a lot of times we'll see remasters or remakes and it's like, yeah, sure. It looks prettier, but you lost the, the, the feeling, the magic of what the original had. Like I love the Crash Bandicoot games, despite their quality. Whatever the remakes, I'm happy they happened, but they lost the style of the original games, and it it, it feels like you're just playing something that like looks prettier, but it doesn't feel like the same thing. This feels like Mario RPG if it was made in 2023. Multiple nice. times, I'm playing on handheld on my Switch OLED, and I need to just pause and just look at the screen, just be like, how how does this look this good? It is completely just mesmerizingly beautiful um the asymmetric view still provides a couple problems in terms of some of the plat there's a lot more platforming in this game than you'd expect and some of the jumps can be a little difficult to discern uh where you're you're jumping um the combat is going to be very familiar to people even if they haven't played this game uh that have played any paper mario any mario and luigi game it is very action focused you're hitting a lot of buttons uh, a lot of like Pressing buttons as, like, Mario jumps on an enemy or something. But the story is so charming. This game is so much funnier than I remembered it being. Um, It uses animation to tell jokes constantly. And it's just, it's really weird and unique. And, like, it's straight out of 1996, but works just as well today. I am very much having a great time with this game. And the music, oh, my God. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, done by uh, Shimomura, who has also done the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack. I mean, come on, like, just... An all timer for sure. Her and
1: Mario music work is really good. Like she did so good. Uh, the one that stick, she's done a bunch of them, but the one that sticks out to me was Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. She mm-hmm. did the music for. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal, and really good stuff. I
2: don't think it gets better in the Mario World Then Mario RPG. So many iconic tunes. And what's really cool about this version is there like she she came back to arrange new versions, but then you can also listen to the original oh, soundtrack if good. you want. So yeah. I was looking into yeah. the
1: battle theme this morning, oh, and good. it just sounds like you're having a little party. It doesn't yeah. even sound like a mean combat theme. It's just
2: <laughs> And there's a there's new CG cutscenes uh to kind of like help propel the story oh. forward a little bit. Um and it just it feels like they belong. Like, I think that's the, the the best thing I can say about the game is that, like, this feels like uh, an incredibly faithful remake in maintaining what made the original special. And I think this one's going to catch a lot of people off guard. Like, I I think that it's going to go a little under the radar, um, but I, I hope that the, it, it, enough people give it a shot because I really think they're going to love it.
0: What a great I year
1: for wait. RPGs.
3: It, I like the new triple move idea. I like that they actually enhanced and built upon the battle system rather than uh, having a straight very faithful remake of the original game
0: mm-hmm. that's what you want to do you got to improve if you're going to remake a game and this i'm i'm so excited to play this it comes out what november 17th
1: yeah i believe
0: so We're gonna have so much fun seth very very soon i know i can't wait and then uh well, we can talk about it when we come back from the thanksgiving break we can and how like much fun it is and it's going to be It'd be so great but go check out uh tom's preview to get another uh, side of things from tim uh tim and tom don't mm-hmm. get them mixed up Mm-mm. it's no. close Mm-mm. but it's different guys the same. two different people so yeah go check that out uh all right i want to hit question block real quick because we've got tim here people love question block we've got we've got a good one here ariana Olmeida asks What's everyone's favorite Pokemon?
1: It's Big Mareep, obviously.
0: (laughs) Obviously. It's like Gantamax Mareep. (laughs) That's literally everyone's favorite
2: Pokemon. Are these its ears? Don't listen. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Do do not listen. (laughs)
1: Where
2: are its ears? I I am a a Pokemaniac, as they say. I don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Without my Pokemon Go Plus oh. Plus,
1: oh my God! All right, Are you playing all Pokemon Sleep, dude?
2: I, you know, I did for a while, but it, it wasn't keeping my attention. I'm going to be honest with you. And also, this is Pokemon <laughs> Go is a full-time job. Any more all people right. to
1: play Pokemon Sleep? With.
2: Um, so I've been doing this. My favorite Pokemon of all time is Caterpie. All right, and I don't think I've met oh, a, a right. single person in the world mm. like me.
1: Every, every Pokemon is someone's awesome. favorite. I'm really glad I met the, the Caterpie.
2: The Caterpie guy. Person. It's yeah. me. I don't know why. Ever since I was little, I think it had something to do with, you know, Caterpie was Ash's first that he caught yeah. uh, in, the, yes. in the show. Oh. Oh. And, and the whole Butterfree arc. Like, are you kidding me? Come on. It still makes me uh. cry. Um, Tear But when I played right Pokemon for the first time, like uh, Blue, I was upset that I had to choose between Charmander, Bulbasaur, or Squirtle. I was like, I want Caterpie. So I literally... To, like tossed my starter out <laughs> and caught a caterpie <laughs> and I treated the caterpie like my partner Pokemon.
1: Nice. Wow. That's adorable. That's like hard
3: mode. That's really impressive. Yeah.
1: That's a great story.
0: Look at look, look at my guy, dude. He's just out yeah, of here. Cute.
1: He's just a buddy. He's living
0: his life. He just loves everybody. Aww. Yeah, but Caterpie, yeah. very cute. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I respect that. Uh, uh, cat, what about you? What's your favorite Pokemon? Hard to choose,
3: actually. It is. There's uh,
0: thousands of them now.
3: Yeah, I think there's more than a thousand. Uh, in my room, I have a couple of Umbreon's and a Gengar and oh, things like that.
0: Go, um, yeah.
3: I tend to think of Pokemon in terms of teams that I've enjoyed using uh, over the years. And I have certain favorite, like, dragon types and metagross and whatever. But I don't know. If I absolutely had to choose just one uh i'll, I'll just say I'll, I'll just say umbreon sure oh okay. great choice one. Good, so yeah. cute. fantastic yeah. choice i love shiny umbreon oh the blue um, yeah it's beautiful one way or another i usually have it in my parties same with gengar um gengar. Gengar.
0: also a great choice
3: both of them are very much a mood
0: mm-hmm. thing, yeah so yeah nice all right i'm and this, this is gonna be hard to follow reb
1: uh, so genuinely, and not doing a bit with the big Mary. Mary is genuinely up there. Really? Um, entire line. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, cool idea. I I caught one. I don't remember which Mareep's version like, it's it was in. It was in either that. gold or silver, but it was one of the early Pokemon. And gold and silver were like my favorite. I played them in tandem because I got them both for Christmas. I didn't understand. There was like basically no difference between them. So I was playing so them funny. back and forth. But um, I caught Mareep in one of them and like Ampharos was part of my team for a long time. Uh, my actual favorite has changed over the years though. And I, my current my current buddy is Alolan Ryder. Raichu, uh, because the, oh. the lore around Alolan Raichu is that Alolan Raichu became so cute and round because the Pikachu had evolved from eight too many round and fluffy pancakes.
2: I love that. Um, and Good that just him. speaks to me. So. I, I totally get that.
1: Alolan Raichu and our buds. A real
2: quick uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver story to maybe redeem myself for how stupid I was when I was a six-year-old that couldn't read. Um, I uh, lo- fell in love with Pokemon when I was eight, when it came to America, Red and Blue, obviously I was obsessed with Gold and Silver. Could not be more excited for oh, a video yeah. game. We're getting Pokemon 2. Are you kidding me? Oh, Let's yeah. go. Yeah. And I'll never forget my dad. Uh, we went. We were in, in Chinatown and I look over and the Pokemon Silver was there. And I was like, how is this even possible? It was a bootleg copy. Of course, yeah. You know? But like, I didn't know the <laughs> difference. And I was like, I need this. I need this thing now. And my dad was like, I guess we got to get it. Because it wasn't coming out to America for like another year. Yeah. Um. And so I was just like – just blown away that I had access to this. And I remember putting it into my game Boy, and it was in Japanese. Duh. Yep. but I was like, uh oh. <laughs> like I am eight years old. I do or I guess at that point I was like nine or ten. I was like, I do not know how to read Japanese. I barely know how to read, period. Um I remember um, downloading a or not downloading, printing a uh, FAQ from Facts of like how to play through oh, it and like what yeah. different yes. Japanese symbols printing meant things. GameFAQ. Yeah. And I somehow beat Pokemon Gold in oh, Japan. That like, rules.
1: It makes no sense
2: how I did that when I couldn't Legendary. even play. Play Mario RPG a couple years back, you know. So, Tim, when I was living in
3: Japan, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl came out, and I could not wait to play it. I had to play it, but then, of course, it was in Japanese, and nobody else in America had it because at the time they didn't have simultaneous mm-hmm. worldwide releases. So, I was having to lurk on the Cerebi uh, forums <laughs> yep. and basically look at the mega thread of people playing through it because there were certain parts of diamond and pearl, where I didn't know where I was supposed to go next Yeah. And what I was yeah. supposed to do. So I would get stuck, but that was, that was my first experience playing Pokemon in Japanese I love and it's it. near and dear to my
0: heart. I feel like that is the next level, like of Pokemon, just playership. is if you played a game through to its climax in Japanese, it's like, you're on a, you're, you are S tier Pokemon, that maniacs, so, like, man. nothing but respect. I um, mean,
3: Tim's got me, like, he <laughs> yeah, that, got me copped. Yeah.
0: I mean, I was gonna say, like, my kids were so excited about um, Pokemon that they kind of forced themselves to learn to read by playing Pokemon. Mm-hmm, like, they could up. read a little bit. But by the time they were done playing a Pokemon game, they were just, like, reading books and everything. is it
3: awesome. incredible yeah, kids... that this franchise has that effect on people? Yeah. That it's like, I will teach myself how to read just to understand what these yeah. adorable animals are doing when they fight. Yep. yeah i mean it's all just aside and-
2: like literally like pokemon taught like was a huge factor in me wanting to learn how to read and not like yeah. read the games but then like the, the comics and the books and everything it just got me so in to the point that that was the gateway for me to final fantasy and like playing- that's how
3: tim learned japanese before he learned english well there's that too i mean
2: honestly just like a familiarity with all with language period like it was just such yeah. a such a different time but um yeah it's Pokemon was such a great kind of like jump off point to two RPGs as a whole. Like playing uh, yeah. uh, Pokemon Red and Blue in ninety eight, and then leading into Final Fantasy ten uh, in two thousand one. I, I feel like it was just such a, a perfect kind of uh, yep. progression of like learning a, a totally new type of video game that yeah. I now am obsessed it's a, with. It's
1: a lot of people's gateway RPG and a lot of people's. That's first
0: I was video gonna game. say like. I can remember a lot of conversation at the time where people were saying like, this is a gateway to RPG, for JRPGs for children. Yeah, And it's true. Um,
3: Dragon Quest for babies,
0: yeah. Yeah, I was much too old, but I did still get into like the Pokemon uh, scene a little bit. But my favorite Pokemon is Honedge, and I'm the only one who likes that little funny sword man. Every Pokemon is someone's favorite. I love it. I love. I don't know why I love Honedge so much. It's just this, this, this delightful little sword, and he's got a cute little sword face. But unfortunately, I'm sad to say, We've run out of time. Oh no, Tim,
2: where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at uh, Tim Geddes, Gettys, G-E-T-T-Y-S, or just on Kind of Funny, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We do a bunch of game shows every day, including Kind of Funny Games daily that reb has been on a bunch of times. That's
0: great. Hell yeah. The cat's
2: been on, too. Seth, you've never been on.
0: I've never been on. I'm way over here.
2: Yeah, cold yeah. one day right we'll get now, you so. here. It'll be great. Hell,
0: yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> but that is all the time we have for this week's NBC. Before we go, few favors to ask watching us on youtube leave us a like and a nice comment if you're listening to us on a podcast app please leave us a review i've checked i've seen people have left reviews and they hate me it helps to spread the good <laughs> NBC word we will be forever uh-huh. in your debt remember NBC is the only place where you can get that get thing. thing getty's the thing that's what everyone was making the joke <laughs> oh
1: sorry we could do it again getty's the thing i love it getty's the thing <laughs>